Hi everyone, I'm Daisy. And I'm Elsa. Welcome to our podcast, Advice on What Not to Do. From two millennial Latinas. We're glad you're joining us today. This podcast is just girl talk and conversations about life where we hope you learn from our mistakes. Don't forget to click the like, subscribe, and follow buttons. And reach out to us via Instagram at advice underscore not to do. Okay, welcome back everybody, part two, parte dos. I'm gonna let Daisy talk more this time. <laughs> no, you're not. It's because she's drinking wine. <laughs> talking about your... No, you're not supposed to say that. <laughs> Turning water into wine. <laughs> it's because it was like, I'm, I was sleepy. I'm like, coffee or wine? Mm, coffee, obviously. No, then I won't sleep all night. Oh, somebody just called me very beautiful. That's sweet. I bet it was an Hispanic guy. Yeah. yeah they're always a sweet one. They were like... One one guy earlier was like, hola, nena. <laughs> nena. That reminds me of my cousin who's always like, nena. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> well, but okay. We left off. We were talking about church X and like los grupitos. And okay, one of my big X is like, how do I say this without coming off like, Ugh, like a socialist. <laughs> but um, one of my big icks is like spending money, like not spending money, but like spending a lot of money on cosmetics in churches. Like we talked about this yeah, one time. I do. You like, remember? Yeah. Me, okay. So it's supposed to be like when you give your ofrenda, it's to God, and then you just trust that they'll use it wisely. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have a problem, like, so I've always um, tithed, like, doy mis diezmos, and, and then, you know, like, las ofrendas, I kind of just, like, go go with the flow, like, if I have extra money or if I want to give to, like, a certain thing, you know? And... I think that's one of the things that I appreciated about the church that I was at because I didn't see that a lot. Like Mm -hmm. they wouldn't. And and when they would, they would always like teníamos una reunión. Yeah. And we would talk about what upgrades and stuff. Yeah. We felt were necessary. I remember that. I remember the small church I used to go to, the smaller. Mm -hmm. They would have those like every single member had an input. Mm hmm. Yeah. And where the money would be allotted to. Yeah, because if you're you're basically, I mean, yeah, it's you're you're a member, and even if you look at it from like a business standpoint, like anywhere that you're getting any kind of service mm-hmm. and you're paying a fee, like you want to have some kind of input. Yeah, whether it's like the gym or a, I don't know, like just anything like that. I would tell my gym to add more. Miss machines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, I would tell my gym at a squat rack. <laughs> Actually, right now in my apartment complex, there are a lot of people that are angry. They want them to cut the rent because they've been slacking. But anyway, apparently the pool was closed for like another week. 
They've been slacking because they can. Is it closed right now? No, it's open right now. Okay, I might go tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my big icks is, I don't know. It's like, and maybe that's one of the reasons that I've never felt like really comfortable going to an American church. Yeah. Because I don't see that transparency. No, not at all. Mm-mm. I don't know if or, it's... And especially the mega churches. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know if it's American churches in general or mega churches. Mega churches because I don't know if you heard about what happened with... Calvary. Uh, oh, wait. Who? I don't want to say any names. Oh, I was going to say... This no, this is a this is a news story. It was on the news. Um, uh, Maldonado. Yeah. Have you heard of them? I've heard a lot of a lot of, a lot of news stories. Yeah. With mega churches. With mega churches, and then there was the one here in like South Carolina, that I forgot what their names was. They're doing like a whole like television show about them. There's a lot of that like going on in churches. I mean, like. You have money to buy an airplane, but meanwhile, like, literally people in the U.S. don't have clean water. I get annoyed. <laughs> okay, so I get kind of annoyed with the church I go to now. I mean, I have no input because, like, the mega church that, it's not, it's not a mega, is it mega? It's just a really big church. It's a, it's a big church. It's growing. It's a growing. Because they're, they're opening another church close to where I live too. Yeah. When I started going it was not that big. Yeah. But now it's getting big. But I'll judge them without having like without sh- I shouldn't because I, it's not like I do anything about it. <laughs> but <laughs> this is just my opinion. <laughs> this is my opinion. <laughs> Why buy so many t-shirts for every single event? <laughs> you know, teachers are not cheap for them to be hanging out <laughs> giving them out by like the dozens and dozens and dozens every other week and not just that but like is it really sustainable is think about the environment like yeah people don't they they don't really like take a lot of stuff into account and like i'm not saying like oh well we have to take all of this into account but just like who makes these decisions and it's not that hard to send out like a like a survey to be like hey should we do this Exactly. Even if it's a big church, like send out like you have everybody's phone numbers, and then they're why all, not just send out like a these okay these Americans with their missionaries missions missions yeah <laughs> like they okay that's a big ache. <laughs> they go spend like yay we donated a hundred thousand dollars to um a mission in Honduras and then another twenty thousand dollars to a mission in Mexico, and it's like bro why can't we like you know, give some to the people in need, like, in the congregation, or I wish they would do some, like, community effort in here. Mm-hmm. Inside, like, and who knows? Like, Not a lot of churches do. I, I, I don't. That was one of the things that when I was involved in leadership, I really pushed towards that, because, mm-hmm. you know, I was involved with the youth Yeah. for a couple years, well, yeah, for, like, maybe five years that I was on the leadership team. And that was one of my things is like, I wanted us to focus on the community in Charlotte and I wanted the kids to give back to the community. Yeah, they could, I mean, they could open, do more things with foster care Mm -hmm. here in the churches. They have so much money for that. Mm -hmm. Or like for young pregnant women, 
Mm-hmm. I told somebody in the church, because another church is doing that, um, that they're opening up, like, six beds for, like, young teenage pregnant women, mm-hmm. like, in the church, and they're going to pay somebody full-time to be kind of like a house mom. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, instead of giving so much money to, like, who knows what in Honduras. And, I mean, the thing is, like, okay, it's fine if it's you, fine, have, yeah. you have money and, and everything, but also focus on the community here because mm-hmm. that's part of the community that we are living in and we want to make better. And then another thing is that what really gets me with these missions is that people go and it just looks like a vacation. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah, they take a lot of like little smiling picture with like little brown kids mm-hmm. singing. <laughs> and then yeah. they're like, there were 10 hands that were raised when they said, do you want to be saved? Mm-hmm. And then they put it down in their little stats and data for the founding people, the mm-hmm. people that funded. Uh-huh. And then they go on their little vacation. Yeah. Wash their hands and come back as heroes. Yeah. I always see, like, there's this lady that she tells me all the time, like, oh, me and my husband, my husband's going to Cuba, my husband's going to, uh, I don't know where else, the Dominican Republic, blah, 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 and he does missions all the time. But when she goes with him, all I see is pictures of their vacation. Uh Like, that's literally it. And I'm like, is that a mission? Or are you guys just taking advantage of, like, a vacation? Yes. Because to me, it just looks like a vacation. <laughs> or like I, when I was growing up, I heard of a lot of people like going from our church to like, you know, an American church because they wanted their kids to be able to go to the missions mm-hmm. for free. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> have you been on a mission? I have been on a mission. I've been on two missions. Where'd you go? Um, one was in Mexico and the other one was to Myrtle Beach. (laughs) Myrtle Beach. (laughs) (laughs) The Myrtle Beach one was pretty cool though. Yeah. Yeah. But the Mexico one, we didn't. Oh, and then I also did like mission work with like homes and stuff, Mm -hmm. like building homes. Yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, it was, I don't know. Okay, so tell us about this mission. They came to your church? They came to my church, which was a church, like, right here. It was just a bunch of Latino folks doing their thing. Mm -hmm. And they said, "Um, another church from Maryland is coming, and they'll be doing some stuff for the kids. (laughs) And so this church from, like, this youth group from Maryland came for, like, two whole weeks, and they were staying in our church. Were they all Americanos? All Americanos, like, super white. (laughs) Like, they didn't understand, like, the old people but they they thought nobody spoke spoke English <laughs> and so they had a whole like oh, trigger, that's so triggering <laughs> like uh, take me back to my third so. grade childhood where I almost punched somebody for speaking to me like I didn't know English and, and it's like bruh we're in North, <laughs> North Carolina <laughs> but and then like Queso presa that all the youth that kids that they were like trying to minister to mm-hmm. all spoke English, of course, yeah. all went to school, but they did like a whole little vacation Bible school thing, played soccer with them, <laughs> built some um, like little soccer goals. 
took some pictures with us. <laughs> you were the you were the little brown kid back there, yeah. <laughs> smiling in the pictures. And then and back then, I was just like, "What are these random white people doing here? <laughs> like literally, like why are they here?" And now I I look back and I'm like, "Bro, we were <laughs> we were missioning to us. <laughs> we were a charity case. We were a charity case." <laughs> Oh, man. They came all the way to, from Maryland, which is for us. And see, that's what... So I've I've only been... Well, no, I guess the other kind of was a missions trip, but the one mission trip that really left an impact on me was when I went to Mexico, but we went to a really, really small town in Guerrero. I can't even say the name of the town because it's, like, so small. Like, I don't even think, like, mm-hmm. bien en el rancho, whatever. And the reason we went there was because at our church, there was a member and then he went over there and founded like his own church and he stayed, he stayed over there in Mexico. So we went there to help them out. They were building a church and it was like, so like eye opening for me Mm -hmm. because to see how little people actually had Mm -hmm. like, and to like, we didn't go and stay at some fancy hotel you know yeah like we went and stayed literally where the people lived mm-hmm. and people were so kind and so generous and I mean obviously it's also different because you speak the language you yeah. relate to the culture so it's not like it's not like a white savior complex yeah but even even with all of that I still felt really guilty trying to preach to them does that make sense? I wonder if, like, the white missionaries, I'm just going to say the American ones, I mm-hmm. wonder if they feel that way. With white savior complex? No, I wonder if they feel guilty, like, trying to preach to them, like you said you do. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Because it's like, when I when I talked to my mom about it, and I was young, I was maybe, like, 18, mm-hmm. 17, 18. We were already in college, but I literally was, like, I was telling my mom, like, I don't want to preach to them or, like, share anything with them because, like, what do I have in my life, you know? Yeah. That I don't I don't want it to sound like I'm bragging. Yeah. You, like, does that make sense? Yeah, like, it's kind of like you're comparing your testimony. Yeah. 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 And, like, I don't have, like, obviously these people – they have their experiences and 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 their things and i remember specifically like telling one of the girls like i just felt like she really needed the, like reassurance mm-hmm. and telling her like you know in the eyes of god like you are beautiful you are wonderf- wonderfully made yeah but like that's about it like that's all i could really express because yeah. what else am I going to share with these people? It just felt really like uh, like a turmoil inside of me. Like, would, I, would I feel like, yeah, I mean, I guess it is a humbling experience for even like the American ministries mm-hmm. that go. It's eye-opening. Yeah. And I guess there is some like good to it. Um, I don't know. I feel like what I'm more up for is when they go and they build, like, literally build stuff. Yeah. 
um, and they put their time and effort and money into that. Mm-hmm. Or when they go and they, like, give money to the community. Mm-hmm. To, to, like, the trusted member. Yeah. And they fund a church. Yeah. Um, but when they just go to, like, sing some songs. Yeah. <laughs> and then have somebody show them around, like, the island or whatever. Yeah. And they stay at, like, a nice hotel. A nice, yeah, at a nice <laughs> hotel. <laughs> get like chartered around by like mm-hmm. a nice van <laughs> yeah that's yeah and i mean it's like you say like if, if you're gonna just if you're just gonna go on vacation like go on vacation like it it is an eye-opening experience but i feel like like you said like there has to be like a purpose behind it it's mm-hmm. not just like oh, I'm going to go preach because, like I said, like, for me, like, what am I going to preach? What am I going to tell these people that más bien yo soy la que estoy aprendiendo de ellos? Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder, like, if that's what, before you went, did they tell you that? Like, did they prepare you for what you should be getting out of it? Like, where your mindset should be? Kind of. It was just, like, me and my parents, so. Oh, okay. It wasn't like a... Because whenever I went to my mission trips, they weren't really preparing us on what we should learn from it or get out of it or anything like that. I mean, me and my mom, you know, we would have like our talks, me and my, like with my stepdad, like we would pray beforehand Mm -hmm. and stuff. And obviously my stepdad had more experience with it because he traveled a lot to Mexico, to Honduras, um, and he would preach at a lot of different places. So for him... And I, and I admire him for it because I'm like, it's not really easy to be like a full-time yeah. missionary. Like, yeah, no. Like if you're really dedicated to that and you're going from one place to another place and trying to help out different communities mm-hmm. and, you know, like, yeah, that's, that's admirable. <laughs> I remember when I was little, I used to tell my mom I wanted to be a missionary. Do you still want to? <laughs> no. What do you want to? I feel like that wouldn't be so bad for you. But, like, with my stomach issues, (laughs) I'm going to come back and, like, where's Daisy? Like, uh. They'll be like, did you go get lipo? I'm probably going to be at the hospital in, like, every country I go to. You'll come back and they'll be like, did you get lipo? (laughs) Yeah, no, no. That's not for me. I mean... Yeah, I do love to travel and I do like love helping people, but I don't know if I could do that for like, well, maybe for like a short amount of time, not for like, not for like years, because I've known missionaries that they're like, we spent like years here and another two years here Mm -hmm. and and then the kids and the family. See, I like that because they spend a considerate like they build real relationships they're building a community yeah community it's not like oh we're just gonna go for three days and then vacation and Mm -hmm. come back yeah yeah that ick was very deep (laughs) what's another ick (laughs) let me see let me see my handy dandy notes (laughs) i just came up with the topics you did um Being judged depending on your sin. Mm. So you sin just because you sin different. Like every sin is sin. Yeah. And I feel like some sins are judged more than others. 
Like homosexuality? Yeah, like homosexuality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel that. That's a big ick for me. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons that I'm, again, don't relate to a lot of churches. Because you could be fornicating and the people at church don't feel like they have to pray for you every Sunday. Yeah. But if you come out of the closet and you're like, I'm bi, I'm gay, I'm lesbian, all of a sudden it's like, we got to pray for this person. We have to, I do not for them. We have mm-hmm. to like do all this stuff because they're going to go, no, like sin is sin. And I know who I am in God and your perspective of mm-hmm, whatever dimension you live in is not going to affect me. And see, that's why like they wonder why like people that are, you know, gay or whatever, or bi or anything that's not just hetero mm-hmm. are so like far away from church. Yeah. Church, because they could be Christian. You could be Christian and like be gay. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that's like the sin you struggle with. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, but you're not going to be accepted. You're not going to be accepted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many people do we know that like smoke or drink and i and i think this is maybe it's opening up like a como se dice like a can of worms yeah (laughs) it's a sensitive topic for sure it is because i know a lot of people out there are going to be like no no no, you can't like you can't go to church and sin like that's not the point of church but also it's like but isn't it though like isn't that the whole point of church for sinners to have like a place to go yeah and, and be Taught and be guided and and like, see like it's it sucks because there's some testimonies that people see as beautiful but if you say like oh i'm still struggling with it mm-hmm. you get judged for it mm-hmm. one of the things that i think of a lot um and this is going back to a book that i read that i highly highly recommend for anybody if you haven't heard of jeff bethke um, he wrote this book and this poem called Jesus is Greater Than Religion, mm-hmm. right? And in this book, he talks about his struggle with pornography. Let me add that to my notes because <laughs> I'm about to get that. I, I read it and then I passed it along and then it's just been going from different hands oh, and that's so beautiful. on. <laughs> but, um, but, and, and he, I have, uh, some other books by him, um, What's his name? Jeff Bethke. Okay. And and he talks about, in this book, how he was struggling with a pornography addiction. And he specifically says that it was an addiction. And so it's like, you really have to weigh, like, your understanding of the different types of sin, right? Mm-hmm. You can... Just like even having common sense, because what I might consider sin, (laughs) you might not consider a sin. Yeah. You know, and I think at the end of the day, in the eyes of God, it's like, we're all the same. Yeah. We're all sinners. And I mean, he says, God says sin is sin. Yeah. Like they're weighted equal. A sin is a sin. Yeah. And like, for example, me, like I couldn't picture myself ever murdering anyone I couldn't even picture myself being friends with a murderer, mm-hmm. you know. But with that same thought process, God is like, no, 
doesn't matter what you did. Yeah. You're my child. <laughs> preach, Daisy. <laughs> no, I don't want to preach. <laughs> I was at work doing my little, you know, COVID speech. <laughs> and there were a bunch of like, it was at an AME in Zion church. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like a Moreno church, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, and when I would bring in this facts on like immunization, <laughs> they'll be like, yes, <laughs> amen. <laughs> I was really getting hyped. <laughs> I love I love African American churches. I love it. Um, we actually we when when we lived in Fayetteville with my family, again part of like moving around, uh, we went we congregated at an African American church. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so it was very different. Like the culture is yeah. just so different. Like I I never was like bishop and you want to go with, like, oh. with to one with me. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. I next love weekend. it. I love it. But yeah, they're so hype and like everyone's into it, and you're just like so engaged and and the word like yeah, the mm-hmm. word it's just there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. What's another ick? <laughs> it's uh, not just the dang, word. I had one for a second, and then it's just like Hello, bye bye. <laughs> um. I don't know. What's another ick? So our next ick is um, talking about mental health in church. Yeah, the stigmas. The stigmas, the fact that that's not something that's like... Something you can pray out, pray off. Pray pray it off. Or like, oh, they diagnosed somebody with this, but like we know that that's just a demonio. Okay, so I think our generation is doing really good Mm -hmm. with kind of like helping that stigma in church yeah but like us growing up and to this day like our older peoples they still have that ick i mean not ick that um stigma the stigma of yeah of like you don't have panic attacks you have if that's in the moneda or your relationship with god is not good or you have to pray it off listen the way that i felt last night that i was telling you it brought me flashbacks of when I was like 13, 14 years old. And I've been dealing with like this, like panic attacks mm-hmm. and like anxiety and undiagnosed and untreated yeah. for years. Girl, I've been having panic attacks since I was 12. And mm-hmm. it wasn't until this last year that I went to a doctor about it. Yeah. Because I really like my mom stuck it in my head so long. That's because something is going with my relationship with Jesus. <laughs> We're like, that's what's causing the attacks. And like, we love our parents. And, and I think at the end of the day, we know our parents, they, uh, they always want what's, you know, yeah. in our best interest and what they think is for the best. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom, for the longest, was so against medication for mental health. And to this day, therapy, like, why are you going to pay a therapist? You can just talk to me, pay me and talk to me. I'm like, para que, para que me regañes? Or pray about it. <laughs> or pray about it. Talk to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that's one of the things, like, I remember when I was going through that when I was younger, she would be like, just just say this versículo, just like pray mm-hmm. about it, whatever. Instead of being like, my... 13 year old daughter literally isn't getting enough sleep i am okay i am gonna say this okay so like 
I used, when I was younger and I had my panic attacks late at night and like my parents wouldn't understand and I realized they wouldn't understand, I started praying hard about it and yeah. it would bring some kind of like peace <laughs> or like solace that God was like taking care of me and I would mm-hmm. be okay. Oh yeah. And I would just what, repeat a Bible verse. Yeah, that's yeah. what would calm me down. But as I grew up and I started like kind of being more, um, como se dice, like not suspicious, but like conscious, conscious. Well, about like got like being all like, you know, double thinking, everything I learned. Mm-hmm. Well, como se dice? Like you were like you were like deconstructing. Uh, yeah, deconstructing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess my faith started like wavering. Mm-hmm. I couldn't pray off like the panic attacks, and that's when I felt like I needed to turn to medicine. Mm-hmm. Well, but, I um, could never pray them off. But what no, you're describing, not pray them off, but like kind of you know yeah. mellow them out. What you're describing is a is a coping mechanism, yeah. and it's pretty healthy because a lot of psychiatrists would tell you, like, yeah, you know, meditate, meditate, breathe, practice your breathing, things like that. Which, like praying is meditating. You yes. can say that. Yeah, you can say that, and that's what I would do. Like, I would think about one Bible verse, like, should um, try to get myself to go to sleep. You know, like just repeat the Bible verse. So that did help sleep. us. It helped us, but that's. Yeah. Only so much. It's only so much. <laughs> and I mean, that's why I have my kids right now. Like, I'm trying to really instill in them praying mm-hmm. and all that and having a good relationship with God because they come to me with like, oh, I have night, I had a nightmare mm-hmm. or like some kid is making me feel some way at school. Yeah. And I tell them to talk to God about it as well because mm-hmm. it helped me. And it can help, but also not like, yeah. Not like, como se dice, disminuyendo, not like, um, como se dice? Like shrugging off yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the problem in C, you yeah. know? Because it's like, okay, we can do this and we can talk to a therapist. See, that's why I think our balance is good. Mm-hmm. That we believe in medicine and all that, but we also have that spirituality that grounds us. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people only have one Mm -hmm. and that's where it becomes one or the other yeah it's hard it is but yeah that's it for today that's our ix (laughs) oh gosh we've been talking for like so long now bye bye Thanks for tuning in this week to our podcast. Tune in each week to listen to a new episode of advice on what not to do. Muchas gracias. gracias.